Hello everyone, Pastor Kurt here. Thanks for joining me for today's devotion. It is Thursday, February 15th, 2024. I'll be reading today from the Common English Bible Translation. The readings come from the Revised Common Lectionary Daily Readings, and you can find a link to those in the show notes below. I also have printed there the readings for today if you wanted to pause this and look those passages up before we continue. I do encourage you to follow along in your own Bible. Whatever translation you have is just fine. Uh, After each reading, there'll be a moment of silence for you to spend time reflecting on each passage, and then I'll offer up some of my own thoughts and reflections. So, let us pray. Prepare our hearts, O God, to hear your word and obey your will. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, so our first reading today is from Daniel chapter 9, verses 1 through 14. Again, Daniel chapter 9, verses 1 through 14. In the first year of Darius's rule, Darius, who was Ahasuerus's son, a Midian by birth, and who ruled the Chaldean kingdom, I, Daniel, pondered the scrolls, specifically the number of years that it would take to complete Jerusalem's desolation, according to the Lord's word to the prophet Jeremiah. It was seventy years. I then turned my face to my Lord God, asking for an answer with prayer and pleading, and with fasting, mourning clothes, and ashes. As I prayed to the Lord my God, I made this confession. Please, my Lord, you are the great and awesome God, the one who keeps the covenant and truly faithful to all who love him and keep his commands. We have sinned and done wrong. We have brought guilt on ourselves and rebelled, ignoring your commands and your laws. We haven't listened to your servants and prophets who spoke in your name to our kings, our leaders, our parents, and to all the land's people. Righteousness belongs to you, my Lord, but we are ashamed this day. We, the people of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, all Israel, whether near or far, in whatever country where you've driven them because of their unfaithfulness when they broke faith with you. Lord, we are ashamed. We, our kings, our leaders, and our parents who sinned against you. Compassion and deep forgiveness belong to my Lord, our God, because we rebelled against him. We didn't listen to the voice of the Lord, our God, by following the teachings he gave us through his servants, the prophets. All Israel broke your instruction and turned away, ignoring your voice. Then the curse that was sworn long ago, the one written in the instruction from Moses, God's servant, swept over us because we sinned against God. God confirmed the words he spoke against us and against our rulers, bringing great trouble on us. What happened in Jerusalem hasn't happened anywhere else in the entire world. All this trouble came upon us, exactly as it was written in the instruction of Moses. But we didn't try to reconcile with the Lord our God by turning from our wrongdoing or by finding wisdom in your faithfulness. So the Lord oversaw the great trouble and brought it on us, because the Lord our God has been right in every move he's made, but we haven't listened to his voice.
So now we are in the officially in the season of Lent. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday, and so we find ourselves in this season of repentance, of turning back to the Lord. And this passage is that I mean that's exactly all that this passage is about. Um, and so here the context, of course, is this prophet Daniel who is um, referring to the prophet Jeremiah and all of the things he had to say against um, Israel and Judah, and that they find themselves now in exile, which is the consequence of turning away from the Lord. And so in here, we see this huge confession, and confession is a really big part of the Lenten season as well, where we, um, part of the uh, part of what it means to return to the Lord, to come back to God from our wanderings, from our straying from God's word, is to um, is to confess our sin, right? To say, to recognize the fact that we did something wrong, right? We turned away from God. And, and for each and every one of us, that might look a little bit different in how we've turned away from God, but each and every one of us have turned away from God at parts in our, at, at some point in our life. And, um, and in different ways. And so it's so important, I think, um, before we can seek to be made right with God, to return to God, that we recognize that what we have done is hasn't been appropriate and that we need to apologize and to be sorry for what we have done. Um, you know, if you were listening to yesterday's podcast on Ash Wednesday, I talked about one of the things about forgiveness is that you have to really mean it when you say you're sorry. And um, and we can see that really played out here from Daniel's prayer that he is uh, he is really um, he really means it when he says that you know we are really sorry for what we have done and and the things that we have done you know God you've been faithful but we have not and so um, it's it's I think it's really powerful um, to be able to do that to be able to admit when you've done something wrong uh, there are. Um, so many people who don't like to admit when they have done something wrong, but it's hard for you to be reconciled with another person or with God or with anybody if you can't at least admit that you messed up, that you made a mistake. And so, um, and that is really as we begin this journey of Lent, as we begin to return back to God, one of the best things that we can do is really reflect on the ways that we have turned away from God and um, seek to... Um, to turn the other direction, to repent, right? To literally turn around um, and um, admit what we've done so that we can begin to uh, be reconciled to God. So we can begin that journey back on the correct path um, to follow in God's ways. All right. So those are just my thoughts here on Daniel chapter 9, verse 21. And let us turn to our last reading for today. And this is 1 John chapter 1 verses uh, 3 through 10. 1 John 1, 3 through 10. What we have seen and heard, we also announce it to you so that you can have fellowship with us. Our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy can be complete. This is the message that we have heard from him and announced to you. God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. If we claim we have fellowship with him and live in the darkness, we are lying and do not act truthfully. But if we live in the light in the same way as he is in the light, we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from every sin. If we claim we don't have any sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. 
But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from everything we have done wrong. If we claim we have never sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So I, have, I see two things in this passage that I want to just lift up that I think are important for us. Uh, the first is kind of already what we just talked about in my last uh, reflection on Daniel chapter 9, and that is um, the concept of confessing, right? Of uh, in order to make ourselves right with God, we have to first admit that, that we have done wrong to God. Uh, so verse 9, but if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from everything we have done wrong. Um, and then verse 8, you know, he right before that he says, if we claim we don't have any sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Um, and so there's, there's always something. You know, we're not perfect people. Um, and we don't like to admit when we have done something wrong. Um, but it's important that we do that. And why is that important that we do that? Well, I think that gets to the other point um, that I wanted to lift up about this passage, and, uh, and that is of fellowship or relationship. Uh, fellowship is kind of, um, uh, is a relationship with a community, right? It's a, it's a back and forth. It's, a, um, uh, it's being with another person or a community of folks. And, and in here, where, uh, he's talking about a fellowship with God. Um, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, uh, and that fellowship is all about relationship. And you can't have a relationship with another individual, with another being, unless um, you are right with that person, right? So, I mean, you can think of just everyday experiences. If you have a friend that does something wrong to you, right, has said something insensitive or, um, or, or, you know, you find out that they were talking bad about you about behind your back. They were engaging in, in gossip. You know, if you find that out about that other individual, there's no way for you to, I mean, you're hurt, right? I mean, it hurts you, <laughs> you know, physically, emotionally. And, and so in order for that relationship to continue, they have to apologize. Otherwise, they're not being a good friend. They're not engaging truthfully within that uh, relationship. And so, um, and so there needs to be that forgiveness. There needs to be that confession. But, but the fellowship is the important thing because, um, you know, as it says here in verse 5, you know, God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. And so to be in that relationship with God brings us light, brings us life. It brings us joy and compassion and love. And, and to be in a relationship with God is with a God who, who doesn't, uh, seek our harm, who doesn't, um, you know, who doesn't talk bad behind us about our back, who, <laughs> you know, who doesn't do all those things that, um, that we do to one another, you know, that's a freeing relationship to be in and, and one that we should all be striving to be in and not to be pushing God away. Um, I think maybe one of the reasons why we might push God away is because in the relationships we have in this life with other human beings, um, 
you know, we, we've tended to have to put up some guardrails and some barriers so that we, uh, we don't get hurt because uh, we're used to, to those that we um, come into contact. We're used to them hurting us in some ways, small ways or big ways. And so um, it's hard for us to, to trust and to grow into relationship with other people. And, um, and I think sometimes we place those, those same guardrails up in our relationship with God. And, um, um, but we don't have to have those guardrails up with God because God isn't going to hurt us. God isn't going to turn away from us because God is light. There is no darkness in him at all in verse 5, right? And so, um, and in fact, as we read the very beginning of this, verse 3, it says, We have seen and we've heard. We also announce to you, Right? that you can have fellowship with us. You can have fellowship with God because this is the, the joy that we've experienced in our relationship with God. And we want you to experience that as well. Um, you know, this is not a God that we have to put those barriers up with. We can trust that God um, will be there for us. And, um, and so I think that's a really powerful thing. And I, I think it's very rare to find that in our human relationships. Um, and so by having that trusting relationship with God, then it, it then affects, I think, how the, how we inter, interact and engage with other people because we are more loving with our relationship with God and, and it encourages us to be more loving and kind with our human relationships as well. All right, so there's just some rambling about 1 John as we think about Lent and what it means to return to the Lord and move back um, on that path. And so... We're going to uh, transition now to some time for prayer, and I'll be lifting up some prayer requests or categories of prayer. After each prayer request, there'll be a moment of silence for you to lift up your own personal prayers to God, and then I'll say the words, Lord, in your mercy, your response will be, hear our prayer, and then we'll join together in the Lord's Prayer once we get through all of the prayer requests. So let us pray. Almost loving and gracious God, we are so thankful for all that you have placed upon our hearts today through these readings and reflections. We bring now before you those things that are heavy on our hearts, and we begin by praying for the people of our faith communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are suffering and those who are in trouble. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the concerns of our local communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the world, its peoples, and its leaders.
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the beautiful earth you have given to our care. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the Church Universal, its leaders, its members, and its mission. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, we lift all this before you, praying for healing, comfort, strength, peace, and wisdom as we pray the prayer you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, that is all for today's devotion. I hope you were able to hear a word from God for your life today. If you have any questions, suggestions, or prayer requests, um, or just like to share with me some of your own thoughts and reflections about today's readings and reflections, I'd love to hear from you. You can send those to the show email at admin at pastorkurt.com. Well, may you go forth today in peace. Shine the light of Christ everywhere you go. And until next time, have a blessed day. Bye.